Hello, it's Monday, March 9th, 2020, and guess where I was this weekend? DC. And I wasn't gonna go. They were all in the car getting ready to leave, but my wife Jen was very upset. Didn't ask me to go, but was getting mad at everything that was going on. She said she was having anxiety because she wasn't ready to drive that far. So last minute I decided that me and Grayson would go. And I do not like DC. Traffic there is crazy. People drive like idiots. Everything's super expensive. Homeless people all over. The White House smaller than I thought. They're doing work on the fence. It makes it look like crap. Bunch of protesters outside. It's a weird place. We had to stay in the Westin. Expensive hotel. $60 a night for parking. And to top it off, they were at the cheer competition most of the time. So I'm packing up to try to get out of there before checkout. And how would I know that the blow dryer there isn't our blow dryer? Three girls come to a hotel, they don't bring a blow dryer. And I pack it and bring it home. I go, this wasn't ours. So that's, I can't wait to see how much I get charged for that. But the kids seem to have a good time. Tiffany just runs around the place. Grace running around. They kind of make friends with anyone. And then Jade with her few. But she still had an attitude problem. She still don't have her phone. She's still not getting driven to school. And she's going to realize that I'm not playing games with her no more. She's going to change or she's never going to have those things again. She's a good kid, just with a really bad attitude. And she don't know how to talk. She says that we yell at her. She's the one that yells at us. And the sooner she realizes that she's in the wrong, she'll be better off. I hope I never have to go back to DC. Wasn't really fun for me. I don't have fun most places we go to. I don't go to these places for me. I go because they want to go there and want me to drive there and want me there, but I do not want to be there. As soon as they got back from the competition on Sunday, it was time to go. And Jade wanted to stay there. Everyone else is doing this. Everyone's going here. I said, we're not everyone else. We got to get home. I got stuff to do. They got in the car and the two girls fell asleep. Grayson stayed awake the whole ride because we didn't get up to 1030 that day. Why the girls had to get up at 6 to go to competition. It's one thing I don't understand is why they make these things so early in the morning for the kids. 
why do you have to be at a competition at 7 o'clock in the morning? It really makes no sense to me. How are you getting the best out of these kids if you're getting up so early? 10 o'clock sounds good for me. Not 7, 7.30. Kids have to be up 6 to get ready to get there. I guess that's why I never signed up for none of this stuff as a kid because I don't want to get up that early as a kid. I don't want to get up that early now. But the girls seem to love it. I don't understand it, but they were so happy. Their team came in first place. They got jackets. Whatever makes them happy. They can't expect me to be super happy and super involved because I don't really like cheer. I do my do- my job as a husband and dad. And I do what they want. But if it was up to me, I would stay home and do nothing. It was a nice weekend. It's kind of cold in D.C., D.C. has a big homeless problem. There was homeless people everywhere just sleeping on the ground in sleeping bags. None of them even ask you for money. You try to hand some of them money, they just walk by you. I think a lot of them are severely mental, don't care. That's just where they're at. And they don't even want help. But the government kind of made this happen because they shut down tons of these mental institutions where people lived and now they're all homeless or in jail and it really isn't safe for mental people to be homeless on the street but what are we gonna do we can't control what they shut down mental institutions and just throw people out not giving people a chance I wonder why the world's a crazy mixed up place. But now we're back. And we're getting new windows put in the house today. And we got a lot of windows. 25 windows. Two bay windows. Big job. It's an expensive job. But it's something that the house needed. But it's a beautiful day here. 71 degrees today. I get back to work. And I delivered almost all all of my marriage mail before I left to go to D.C. I was off Friday and Saturday. So Thursday I delivered 75% of my marriage mail. Which is the Acme ads that come in the mail every week. Not everyone gets them. I come back and they're all still sitting there. Because when you're off, management does not make the other workers do their job. It makes no sense to me. And I'm sure as hell not taking them today. So if you're not going to do the job, I'm not going to do the job. They just let other people get away whatever they want. 
and the good workers always get screwed in the end. They make it so you don't want to be a good worker because there's no benefit that the bum that's taking 10 hours to do the route is getting paid the same as me and I'm doing two hours overtime on another route. There's no incentive to be good at your job. And I keep hearing things about the post office is gonna close down. And if that happens, I have no idea what I'll do. They've been saying it for years, but the post office keeps putting money into the technology. So I don't know why they would close down if they're gonna keep spending millions on technology instead of just making the job better. They worry about the dumbest things. They don't care about the mail getting delivered. They care more about your time, tracking everything you do, but then they still want to make sure you're hitting these stupid scan points that tell you what time you got there. When you're already tracking us by GPS all day. But if you miss one of these scans, they want to write you up. But if you don't scan a package delivered, you don't get written up for that, which you should because I send packages out because I sell stuff on eBay. And if it's not scanned delivered and a person says they didn't receive it, I'm out that money. And the post office ain't going to do nothing about it unless you ship it priority because then it's insured. $50 but I ship mostly first class and it says it's out for delivery and if that if that mailman doesn't scan it delivered and just delivers it then I'm out that money if that person says they didn't get it and it's happened to me a few times already I check the tracking and it says out for delivery and there's no more scans after that. And then sometimes people will leave me positive feedback saying they received the item when it, it never got scanned delivered. So luckily there's some truthful people. And there's other people that will just look and see that and say, well, I never got it. And if you never got it, that's one thing. But how am I supposed to know that if it was out for delivery, where did this package go? And the mail carrier is never held responsible for that. And I really think they should. You have the scanner on you all times. The thing has to be moving. And you're supposed to scan every package at the door because it can be geo-tracked. But if you don't scan it at all, no one's held responsible. One of the main reasons I'm selling things on eBay is to help cover the cost of the windows and for our vacation. But it's also a pain in the ass selling things on eBay. Keeping track of where everything's at. Once it sells, you gotta find it, package it, ship it, make sure it gets delivered. It's not a fun business, but it's an easy way to make extra cash. And before we went to DC, we went to the viewing for Adam, my wife's cousin that shot himself. 
and it's just a weird thing. It's like a family reunion, going to funerals and viewings, people you haven't seen in years, and just seeing these kids that I haven't seen in so long. Now they're grown men, grown women. It's just an amazing thing how fast people grow up around you. You don't really notice it as much with your kids because you're with them every day. Just thinking now that I'm going to have a 13-year-old coming up soon. An 8th grader next year. Time flies. And you just hope the best for all these kids. Because life's hard. And it's all about this money. And it's not that easy to come by. And everything costs so much money nowadays. Everything keeps going up except for your pay. And if you want to live a good life, it's tough. You got to work your ass off. Because no one's handing you anything. At least not me. I do see people that are ahead in life. And it's because they got stuff handed to them. People died and left them money. Parents gave them a house for free. But I'm not that fortunate to have things handed to me. The only thing that was ever handed to me is my dad gave me my first car, which was his old car. But other than that, I had to work for everything I had. He gave me the car, but I still had to pay the insurance every month. I see these kids now they're getting cars bought for them for Christmas and their parents pay their insurance forever until they're graduating college I don't know how these parents do it I already told my daughter if you get a car I'm not paying your insurance you're gonna need to have to work I can't afford to pay your insurance that's not happening it's already hard enough I'm gonna have three kids with phones and you got to pay three phone bills. Like these are bills that growing up that your parents never had. Your parents didn't have cell phone bills. Like every month a three hundred dollar bill. That's not that's not a fun thing to pay. But it's what everyone needs right now. Everyone wants, and everyone's so used to having it. If you don't have a phone, you're lost. That's just crazy. 20 years ago, you didn't have a phone. If you wanted to find your friend, you had to go knock for him. You would ride around your bike till you seen him. Now, they won't even call each other. They text. Like we had house phones. We'd call our friends if they weren't home. Then we went looking around the neighborhood. You have friends knock at your door. Friends will wait at your house till you got home. The world's such a different place than when we grew up. I don't know if it's a better place or a worse place. The technology better, but is the world any better? Is the world better from this technology? Or is it just making it worse? Is it making people more distant? You have less groups of friends. No one talks. People sit in a room on their phone. Basically what I use my phone for 
because I listen to podcasts, I listen to music, and I list on eBay. The only thing I use my computer for nowadays is to print my shipping labels. And other than that, my phone is my computer that I carry everywhere. But I don't play games on it. I rarely text. The only people I really talk to, my wife, my brother, my dad, on the phone. Like when my oldest daughter calls me, it's almost like she doesn't know how to talk on the phone. I can never understand what she's saying. I can't hear her. And it's weird because when the two-year-old calls me, I hear him perfectly clear. I don't really understand the words he's saying yet, but I can hear him so much better than I can the 13-year-old. It's a very beautiful day here in Philadelphia. I gotta go home and find my shorts because I'm getting pretty hot today. It's only March 9th and it's already 71 degrees. We had a very mild winter. So I'm sure this summer's gonna be lasting hot, blazing. Each year it seems these summers just get hotter and hotter. I've been trying to cover up more in the summer because a lot of these carriers at my station have been getting sun cancer on their face, arms, neck. And I'm mainly concerned about my neck because my neck gets so dark in the summertime. And I got moles back there, so I keep trying to cover my neck. Always have a hat on. I'm gonna have to use, start using sunscreen on my face. I've been trying to cover my arms with them arm sleeves that breathe. Cause I don't wanna get skin cancer. I don't wanna get any kind of cancer. And this world is getting worse with the ozone. And now this coronavirus got people going crazy. You can't even find hand sanitizer in a store because people are buying it all and selling it online at a super high price. The one guy just went into the dollar store and bought 300 bottles of hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer. Someone told me the bottles that cost about $5. The bigger bottles are going for $100 online. It's hard to find face, face masks. People are fighting over toilet paper in the stores. I think the news is just getting people worked up and crazy. Let's see how bad it gets. They said it's 10 times worse than the flu. And the flu kills a lot of people. But it's hard. I tried wearing rubber gloves today with delivering the mail, but they don't last that long. If I get sick, I get sick. I'm pretty healthy, so hopefully I can fight it. But people like my wife and my mother-in-law, if they get this coronavirus, it's gonna really affect them and hurt them. Because it hurts people that have more than two illnesses. And people with COPD, type 1 diabetes, things like that, it affects worse. 
So just stay clear, stop touching your face, stop touching your eyes, touching your nose, your mouth, wash your hands, stop shaking hands with people until this goes away, if it ever does, because the flu don't go away, so who thinks the coronavirus is going to go away? We could be looking at end times. We'll see how long this world has for us. Well, the world hasn't gotten any better since I was a kid. Things just keep getting worse. More things keep popping up. So, you have a good day. And I'm out.